0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's become a friend of mine. We've been friends for a long time now. It's Dan Nitro Clark. You know him from American Gladiators. You know him as a great author. He's also a great host. And uh, you're out there doing TED Talks. Dan, how are you? Good to see you.
1: Joe, uh, great to connect with you again. And I think it's a momentous time, especially in San Antonio, yes. with Victor coming to the Spurs. So that's fantastic. You know what's only better than that? Is that the new docu series that we just finished for Netflix Muscles and Mayhem, which just dropped yesterday, is now number one in America. I don't know if it's the... Yeah, I don't know if it's the red, white, and blue spandex that we all wore. I, I don't know. Did you, have you seen it, show? Did you have a chance to watch it? Yet? I did.
0: I, I, I binged the entire show last night. I knew that I was going to have you on today. For those who don't know, um, Dan was in town in San Antonio. Now, we're 100, 170 stations now nationwide, but, those, but they all know that I'm, I'm based in San Antonio. He was in town, and you were promoting uh, this, this event where you get out there, and you get messy in the mud, and you do an obstacle course. What, what was it called? I forget.
1: It's called the Gladiator Rock and Run. There you go. It's an obstacle adventure course. And we went to San Antonio. You and I became friends. Well, we did. I showed you
0: how to, I showed you how to work out. Well, you did. And and, and I, <laughs> this is why I bring it up. Because people don't understand, A, what a really, really nice guy you are. Your people called us. And I said, I'll have him on if he works out with me tomorrow. And he's, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, no, no problem. I didn't, I didn't think you were going to show up. He shows up. And we worked out for like two or three hours, and we just really had a great time. And I'll never forget how motivated you became when I said one thing. I said, I've got triceps for days, and I can do push-ups all day and all night. And yeah, i got to tell you something. I couldn't move my arms for three weeks after I worked out with you that day. That's how, that's the beating you put on me in the gym. But you, you still have that drive that you had 30 years ago. 30 years ago, that drive, a tryout on the pavement somewhere, got you that job at American Gladiators, and you're the exact same guy, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I really believe in this country that um, what's so great about it is that if you have something that you want to do, some, someone you want to be, that there is opportunity to go out and be that. I was this guy who just got cut from the Los Angeles Rams. I had a few dollars in my pocket because I was a strike football player, and I was trying to support my two-year-old son. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I moved to Hollywood, there was a shot at this thing. I loved that it was about America, American gladiators. That sold me right there. So I went out and I gave it my all, I worked hard, I got the show and it really, you know, by taking that risk, taking that chance, 30 years ago changed my life, Joe. And it's amazing to me that we're still here today talking about that 30 years
0: ago well we are and i was a guy in the audience that could not miss the show and yes as a teenager or whatever age i was you were not that different in age but i wasn't quite as old as you i was watching for the women wearing spandex but also i was watching because you men were in unbelievable shape and i wanted to look like that one day And, and i think it was a time 30 years ago so different than now that a beautiful body meant something and that people did strive for that. Do you see that coming back around? Because I really do think that, that along with the fact that your personality and Isis' personality and laser and everybody else, um, that, that drew us back in too. You guys were great characters. But if you weren't fit like that, it would not have worked, would it?
1: So even today Joe, you know fitness is like the air I breathe, you know people say oh you know do you have to work out I said just like I have to breathe it's part of my life movement exercise and right. the, you know the science the science backs it up right exercise 20 minutes a day three times a week decreases your chances of all risk of mortality by like 30% it's like how can you not move but i think what captured america's imagination about gladiators was that it was this competition where it's mono against mono, woman against woman, where these two athletes who might have been the best in your neighborhood, might have been the captain of your football team in your city. And I think a lot of times for athletes, Joe, there wasn't another place if you didn't make it in pro to continue to pursue your dream. Well, American Gladiators, gave the everyday person who still had that desire, who still had that burning dream inside to compete against the best. It gave them a platform to do it on the American Gladiator TV show. And I think that one-on-one competition is what really drove it. And I also, looking back, Gladiators was really groundbreaking. It was the first TV show that had the men and the women do the exact same events. And I remember... There was um, some talk about getting cheerleaders on in the beginning. And we had a very strong female voice in the room named Julie Resch. And she said, look, you've got your women out there. Look at these women. They're strong. They're muscular. They're beautiful. Mm -hmm. We don't need cheerleaders. It degrades who they are. So I'm glad she won that and it remains such a pure competition.
0: But it really was. And, and pure competition that, as you said, eventually, through the seasons, became inviting to a guy like me. Not that I could do it now at my age, but, but back then, you know, I, I, if I were in my early mid-20s, and like you said, thought that I was the top athlete on my block, I show up and, and Dan Nitro Clark will knock my block off, but it's all to be on TV and to get this this pseudo-fame for a second. Because the show is number one, and again, I binged it last night. I think a lot of people are watching this, and they're going to watch it again. Uh, Muscles and Mayhem, an un- unauthorized story of American gladiators. It's now on Netflix. Does this prove your point that you guys were the featured, you know, reason why people tuned in? I think that the the studio didn't get that it was important that the core four were a part of this show. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's kind of going what's happening here, you know, in Los Angeles with the, right. the writer strike. Right, the, the writers are clamoring, which I'm a member of the WGA. We're clamoring for a little bit more fair pay for right. residuals when shows go on. And I think it was the same thing there. We gladiators, you know, we gave our blood, sweat and tears on the floor of that arena. And us gladiators is what helped build that brand. Right, And when it came time, to, after three years of success, after three years of busting our tails on the show, you know, broken bruises, broken bumps, bruises, whatever yeah. you want to call them, yeah. surgeries, we, they came out with the merchandising line, and it was our faces on everything, and we said, hey, just be fair and give us a piece of what we deserve of the merchandise. We weren't asking for this never-be-seen-before crazy contract. We said, just do what the industry standard is. Be good human beings. And a uh, guy who ran the company just said, no, I, I'm not going to renegotiate. And, I had, no, and con- I,
0: I had no idea. I want to interrupt here because I want to fill people in on who are watching. And they're going to go watch it tonight. We're not going to give away anything that's, that's you know groundbreaking other than I had no clue. When I saw Dan Nitro Clark as an action figure at the store, and believe me, I saw it and everybody else saw it. They wanted it and ice and laser and the other. I didn't think that you weren't going to get paid. It, it literally was you. It was your face. It was the outfit that you wore. It was your persona that you built on that show. And, Dan, you weren't asking for 50%. Don't tell anybody. But if anybody uses my (laughs) name, if anybody uses my name in any merchandising, I get at least 50. You were asking for, what, What? 2 points, 2%?
1: Whatever industry standard. You know, we couldn't even get to that point with our reps. But, again, Joe, I'm not here to complain. And I know you know that. The show isn't a big complaint. The show just gives you a picture and a window into the 90s, which, and I think it's a – raucous, rip-roaring romp right. back into the 90s, <laughs> into that time, you know, where it's a lot of fun, where things are easy, where gas was 90 cents a gallon, right. where you could go through the drive through at McDonald's and the McRib just came out, Van Halen ruled the airwaves. Right. That's when the American Gladiator's on and the show will transport you back to the time. And I will say I have zero regrets about being on the American
0: Gladiator, and I know it, that I know that about you. I'm not suggesting that it was all filled with drama, but there's wait, behind, wait. there's behind the <laughs> scenes stuff. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Look at that. There's that. Oh, there is actually the little action figure that we're that we're talking about. And, and, and
0: again, I mean, you. It's you. It's literally your picture, your face, and that's that little guy is you. So, I mean, I, I get it. And, again, I'm not trying to make a negative out of a positive. I know it's a positive. You and I spend time together. I know that you love what you did, and you love being Dan Nitro Clark. I get all that. But I just hate when there's somebody so pig-headed at a studio level where they thought they knew better than what the fans knew, than what you guys yeah, well, and gals that were doing it knew. And that bothers me well, to my core because I'm in, sort of in the same business.
1: Well, yes, what it does, Joe, It you know, it's just a sense of not being fair. Right. Just treat us fairly. Treat us as human beings. We did the work. Their idea was that the brand was so strong. Their idea was that if it was wrestling back in our day, you wouldn't need Hulk Hogan, you wouldn't need Randy Man, Savage, Iron Sheik, or the Ultimate Warrior. They would just tune in because it was WWE wrestling. Yes. And that's what Samuel Goldwyn Company thought. So when we said we want more money, we want to be treated fairly and piece of merchandise, and they said either come back to work or you're fired. So the three top gladiators said, "Okay, we're done. This isn't fair. We're gonna, you know, take our rights as as Americans, and we're gonna stand up to you." And we're saying, "No." Right. So they fired us all. Crazy. And in hindsight, that was the year year four where the ratings plummeted because little Joey, bags, you were probably two at the time, <laughs> was turning it on, <laughs> and you were looking, "Hey, where's Nitro? Where's Ice?" And the right. ratings cratered. Right. And, and it was just. Um, you know, it was an unfortunate situation. I did go back to the show. Yeah, they asked me to come back, and I said no. The next year, I sat out a whole year, and they kept calling me, begging me to come back, and I said no. If I did that for no reason, then I stood for nothing. Right. And then they dangled a different carrot in front of me. They said, "Come back as Nitro for one year, then we'll let you host the show. Like you can be Joe Pags, but never quite that handsome, big arms. <laughs> you can be Joe Pags and come up to the booth and host. And you've so that been was good. I, I mean, wanted by to the get. way,
0: you were really, really good at that." Oh, you, you know, and that's something
1: I aspire to do. Good. You know, um, maybe when I grow up, I can have my own radio show.
0: Well, well one of these days. You can take my job any day. I, you, you know how much I think of your talent. It's uh, Dan Nitro Clark. Uh-huh. Go to DanNitroClark.net. See this, uh, this uh, expose. It's amazing. Muscles in Mayhem, an Unauthorized Story of American Gladiators. Uh, uh, you guys go everywhere. Sex, steroids, um, uh, on the road for six, eight months at a time. Town to town, broken bones, nine surgeries, 11 surgeries. I mean, in watching this, Dan, one one day, one time in my life, I played full contact, no pads football. One time. I thought I broke my neck. I thought I was going to die. You guys were doing this every single day and in the early days it was only what four or maybe six gladiators so you had to take on everybody who was fresh as could be and you'd been beaten up and and torn apart and, and if i remember what i said last night you guys were making a couple hundred dollars a show maybe 500 a show i mean did you know going in every day i could end my career today by just by doing this uh, these, these unbelievable feats of of athletics
1: there was always that idea joe that um you know, if you didn't perform that you were fired and rightfully so it's up to you to do your job and do your job the best you can. And I think a company has a right to remove you if you're not doing the job you're hired to do. But that in that same breath, if we got injured, let's say we're shooting 26 episodes in a season. Right. If we got injured in episode three, they didn't pay us for the rest of the season. That's crazy. So that, that was the hard thing. But you know, again, I was never Worried for my job as a gladiator that
0: someone was going to be
1: better. Yeah, but, what, but were you
0: worried for your health though? You had to be. This is full contact. Yeah. People, a 200 pound guy swinging on a rope, you had the velocity, you multiply the velocity times his weight, you're getting hit by a thousand pounds of pressure every single time.
1: You know, at 24 years old, 25, <laughs> I, I, I felt bull- I, fe- I felt bulletproof. I got you. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I said, look, you can hit me. You can punch me in the face. You can do whatever you want. You know, I'm, I'm a strong man. I can take care of myself. So I wasn't worried so much about getting hurt. You know, I knew what I signed up for. That's what I signed up for, to have full contact, to get, you know, hit in the chops and hit someone back in the chops. So yeah. that didn't worry me. In season three, uh, there was a game – where it was like a tug of war thing. Right. And I ended up herniating discs in my back. Mm. And I was like, damn. So I went to the doctor, this was like maybe episode three. So I went to the surgeon and they said, look, you're herniated discs, you're out for eight weeks. And I said, no, you don't understand. If I'm out for eight weeks, that means I don't have a job. Wow. And I said, we need to fix this. So I go back there and they said, hey, if you get the trainer or the doc to sign off, then you can come back to work. So I went back to the doc and I said, you know what I need? I said, I need Vicodin. And they prescribed me Vicodin. I came home, took Vicodin, four Vicodin. The trainer at Gladiators put me through the test. Can you touch your toes? Can you do this? And, you know, being on pain pills, I said, yeah, I could do anything. I can fly. And I did the rest of the 23 episodes that year, you know, on pain pills. But that's what you needed to do to survive. And, again, I wouldn't change a damn minute of it, Joe. You know, it was a glorious experience, except I wish – that the production company would have treated us fairly because I have this belief, and you're seeing it now with this being number one on Netflix, Muscles and Mayhem, the popularity of this. I have this belief, Joe, that that show was such a great format. It took a game show, which we know the durability and the psychability of game shows, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, they've been on for 40 years. It took a sport, football, NFL, MLB, NBA, They've been on for 40 years. It took both of the best things of two worlds and it put them together. If those producers would not have been quite as greedy, that show could still be running today. And I think it's there's sadness for me because there are so many athletes out there who didn't get their shot at the 15 minutes of fame, who didn't get that shot to elevate who they were because the show stopped existing because of that greed. And that's my personal opinion, obviously.
0: Yeah, it muscles and Mayhem, it's number one on Netflix. It is the story, the unauthorized story of American Gladiators. It's Dan Nitro Clark. He, of course, was Nitro on the show. Um, one, one, one thing, because you said you don't regret anything. Would you still hold out and and get fired? Uh, uh, you were right. You All three of absolute, you were right.
1: Absolute, absolutely. Because it turned out the way it was supposed to turn out. Okay. If I, you know, what kind of, for me... What kind of man am I if I make a stand, and I say this is what I believe? Right. And then, as soon as they fire me, I crawl back with, you know, my tail between my toes. I'm not that man. Right. That's my word. You know, I'm going to stick with it. And then, after a year and a half, I said, okay, I reprocessed it. You're offering. You're bringing more to the table. I can come back. So, no, I don't regret leaving. I, um, it was the right decision for me.
0: Everybody go and check this out, Muscles in Mayhem. It's uh, Dan Nitro-Clark. Dan, thanks so much for the great joy you gave us 30 years ago and for the great friendship that we continue to have. And I think this show is going to show back up now because of how popular this is on Netflix, and I'm sure that you'll be very involved in it. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Hi, right, brother. Talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with The Joe Pag Show. have you thanks always appreciate hanging out with dan clark nitro from american gladiators i'm gonna put that video up on rumble end up on youtube whichever one you prefer go and check it out there uh muscles and mayhem uh, revisiting what happened 30 years ago with uh, American Gladiators. We did give you some inside information there. There's a whole lot more that, um, that, that you, you didn't get to see there. First of all, the interview is longer. It's about 19 minutes. That was about t- 60 minutes long. So we've got a longer interview that will go up another three minutes that I had to take out because of time constraints on the radio. And then um, also finding out exactly what happened back in the day. You know, who broke what and who just disappeared because they snapped this other ligament. I mean, it was a rough show. But I meant that when I said one time in my life I played full contact, no pads football, and it was brutal. I mean, you felt like you were getting knocked out with every hit that you got. And I can't imagine having different contenders every single show just trying to knock your block off just for a little bit of fame, a little bit of fortune. So go, make sure you go and check that out. Um, it's uh, the story of the American Gladiators. Basically, it's called Muscles and Mayhem, the unauthorized story of American Gladiators. And I believe that Dan was a producer of it, so go and see what he put together over on netflix if you use netflix if not just go and check out this video and and make sure you forward it to everybody um uh, that that you know gary sinise is a guy that i sat down with i hadn't met him before hadn't talked to him before he's got the gary sinise foundation he of course is lieutenant dan on forrest gump i've got an extended interview with him next hour make sure you stick around for that there's a whole lot going on and he's helping out first responders also helping out american veterans And, and i love that because here's a guy that can be a hollywood you know Big shot, and not do any of this. He does it and he gives specific reasons why he started doing it. So make sure you keep it here for that. 888 941 PAGS, joepags.com. If you want to watch that interview, click on Watch Now. We're back after this. This is the Joe PAGS Show.